Let's go. This is Rethinking the Mundane with Joe and Lex. Where a creative technologist and industrial designer talks about everyday objects, questions its purpose, try to repurpose it, or we just leave it alone. Today we're talking about... Notebooks. Notebook. That's a big notebook. This is a big notebook. Yeah, I like is... big notebooks. That's nice. I feel like I've got some sort of authority when I go into a room with a big notebook. Like I'm protecting lots of ideas. No. But, um, yeah. I, I guess the notebook is something I wanted to touch on because um, as we're obviously in a world where, like, I remember when I started thinking about notebooks, so sometimes there is there's still been this goal from the tech industry to develop apps and stuff which replaces this notebook almost becoming your second brain in a way. You know, you have you know, Fig Jam with Figma that you know helps you to mine map, and now they've integrated AI features. You have Miro, which many of us probably use a lot. I don't actually use Miro as much. I use Google Slides as a dump-in note taking place. Um, Evernote was the one that I remember oh, yeah. used to do super hyped, and I used to try use it. I'm trying to remember, and now you've even gotten now where people are like building AI second brain tools and stuff with I think Tab um, and some of them in the market but for me I've always struggled while you've got all this sophistication I still need to write down things to remember my brain doesn't remember things if I don't written if I don't have that connection like I can't go to a computer screen blank and black where do I start I need to like Map it out. I've been trying to incorporate more fig jam and more things into my workflow. Mm. But for me, it's like, yeah, notebook. But you said to me just before we recorded, that notebooks are only like a hundred and something years old. So I don't know if you have any little bit of facts or trivia. <laughs> my facts. I don't yeah. actually have that many facts. I mean, the the uh, they started to be mass produced in the early 1900s in the form that we kind of see here, like a sort of leather band with a with a sort of elastic band around it. Um, then the spiral bound notebook came in um, sort of the 1930s or something. But the the idea of, of thinking on paper, you know, putting thoughts down to paper, that's obviously been around a lot, lot longer. Mm. People were writing stuff. It was just, it might be on the odd scrap of paper or a bit of parchment or uh, etched onto a, sort of secondhand um bit of bit of whatever yeah. that you could that you could kind of put a mark on and i think the notebook is just a collection of all of those pieces of paper you know eventually you you would have had a a folio or a, some way of just storing loose sheets uh, and then they thought oh well, let's just bind them together yeah but and i'm sure that would have come in kind of coincided with the price of paper dropping you know, Paper used to be very, very precious, and you wouldn't sell a book with no writing on it. You know, like it was saved for things like the Bible, mm. uh, and now and then you got to a place where it was okay to just have a notebook you could scribble on. But the idea of thinking on paper in itself is quite interesting because there's there's so much that goes on with the as you say the process of using your own body to make a note on a piece of paper mm. that somehow commits that sketch that piece of writing that piece of data whatever you're writing down like yeah. the memory is so much stronger than writing it even 
even for me, like writing it on like an iPad or yeah. like typing it into a, a mirror board. Have you tried those digital iPad ones? There's uh Kill used to have I think he still has it, it's like a digital notepad. Oh like, like the what it's called. Like a, they're not iPads but they're Yeah. Um something called pa- something paper or something like that. I think so. But they, they've got, they try to recreate the texture yeah, of paper, texture, yeah, so when yeah. you write on it, yeah, you feel like you are writing onto a piece, yeah. and then you can turn the page, but without turning the page, yeah. it's all still there. But it still feels quite artificial, it's interesting. Do it doesn't you... have that same, I don't know if that's, is it because of the interface, or is it because of how natural the pen, you feel the vibrations of the pen, it's more in sync with you. You don't have to be perfect, you know, like, you know, my grandmother used to be so big on my handwriting until I became a designer. So my handwriting is terrible. I get away with it, you know what I mean? But like that thing of scribbling down, like you've got this really massive notebook here. And I guess as an industrial designer, sketches, thinking about form, shape, function is a big part. Mm. And I don't know if you've, have you used any of the digital tools before to help or do you always go to like your notebook? What's your what's your what's your relationship with it? I used to be a big notebook person. Then I stopped buying notebooks and started using uh, tools that are built into Mac or into the sort of Apple um, OS, the reminders, the, yeah. the notes, and I've used those quite successfully for a while. But every now and then, if I'm feeling really like I need to get stuff done and I really need to plan my day the first thing I do is get to the notebook mm. make a make a sort of get all my thoughts out yeah and there's something about being able to just see it maybe it's the idea that it it's separate from the screen yeah. so I can kind of take a break from the screen and just look at this very simple piece of paper with with some scribbles on yeah and and there's something very satisfying as well about crossing stuff off it also allows you to move between writing and drawing and scribbling and sketching something all within you know a few inches of, yeah. of white space. Whereas I feel like yes, you've got mirror boards, but they're really good for writing stuff and post its, but not for drawing. Mm. Uh, Big Jam, okay, maybe there's there's you can do some level of drawing in that but it's not the same at all yeah then there are other tools where it's really really fluid and flexible but it's not the same unless you are set up for that and most mm. people just have a mouse or a trackpad yeah. you're not drawing so for as a creative i need to be able to move between those mediums yeah and there's only one place i can do that and that's on paper do you use a wacom tablet i have a wacom tablet i used to use it but not for not for that sort of really quick scribbly down yeah. stuff because most of the reason I'm doing that is because I want to, I'm in a workshop or I want to immediately communicate it to somebody. Yeah. And it being on, it being on the screen has its pros, but we work in a physical space. We work mm. in an office together. So there's, there's, there's no real benefit for it to be on yeah. screen. And I guess the challenge is where maybe why the, I guess the digital comes in is that concept of archiving, right? Because mm. you might have the mundane objects of the notebook. But what do we do with our notebooks when they're full? I know some, if you have the space, I know some, I feel like I've watched designer documentaries where some designers, I think I was watching a Polish shared documentary on abstract art of design, 
I think Paul Asher has in the Pentagram New York office, he has like a whole archive so this he can bring stuff out and it's like, what do you do with these notebooks? Because I feel like for me, I'm like, where's all my notebooks over the years? It's like they helped me for that time and that moment, but I haven't gone back and paid attention to them. But it's So maybe that's where that digital argument comes in, right? Because it's mm. almost like you have this storage of thoughts and notes and wisdom over time. And I remember sometimes like maybe the transfer, the transferring of information because I know like being in workshop environments and doing this stuff, I'm, I know I've done stuff with a kill where kill will write something, take a picture, send it to me. But then it's like, do I, you know, like that, yeah, that, that restoring of information or retrieval of information and then the storage of it. Where do you think the notebook you think the notebook is still sufficient? I What's his purpose here? So, for my my you want my personal opinion. I this notebook will be full and then it will go in the bin. Oh shit! I don't keep my notebook because I don't see a need the the space that they take up. I mean, okay, it's not huge, and you know some people in the office definitely do keep their notebooks, but but in reality. The likelihood of you going back and finding something that you firstly knowing where to get it as you say the issue with notebooks is not we're not very good at dating everything and kind yeah. of keeping a track of everything and so and even if we did i wouldn't i'd be like oh i had that idea like two years ago on that project It'd take a while to go back and find yeah. it but even then i can't guarantee it's going to be in the notebook oh, yeah For, it's really easy to, to start to kind of hoard stuff behind mm. and actually you know, I've worked at agencies where they've had like whole storage units full of bits and bobs from past projects. Has any designer ever gone back into that storage unit mm. and been like, oh, I'm going to go and go back and sort of mine some past in yeah. information from here or some inspiration from here? No, they never go back and do that. So it's just sat there. And there's no sort of real benefit. Obviously, if there's sensitive information, you get rid of it sensitively. But I, I'm, I'm a. It's the reason I think we, I use notebooks, and I think a lot of people use notebooks is to be creative in that moment to help mm -hmm. you form a thought or uh, make a note of something that you want to action within a very short time period. Yeah. And then once you've done that, you the purpose of that note is is redundant. Is gone, and so you could argue that having it digitally means that there's less waste because you're, um, you know, uh, filling up an entire sort of two kilo notebook mm. full of notes, and then I'm throwing it within. But yeah, um, it's interesting thing because it's funny because I was about to reply back to me. You're like, I see no designers go back to the archives to have a look, and I was going to be like. If you need to train your AI, yeah, <laughs> you know what about if you wanted to train? Because how do you learn about yourself, right? I guess the notebook is that time, and it's interesting because I'm now trying to think about of the relationship of because something you said about dates, mm. and I guess you know, and I, this is a question I put out to the audience: um, How do you approach notebooks? Do you do you keep them? Do you hold them? Do you throw them away? Do you lose them? Did they end up in some sort of um, purgatory <laughs> <laughs> of like bookshelf somewhere and stuff. Um, but if you look back at that, would it teach you about yourself? 
you know, if you could look back at all your notebooks, do you think it could teach you about yourself? No, no. I think, I mean, some people use a notebook as a diary, yeah. in which case, yes, I think that there's value in that. You're, yeah. you're writing a diary to maintain those memories. Mm. And plenty of people uh, have sort of a crossover between like a notebook and a diary, and it's all is in one place. Yeah. I think the notebooks that get used a lot of the time in the creative space are full of ideas. Mm. And so there is maybe a value in that. We, in the office, we have notebooks for uh, notes, uh, notes from meetings, notes from uh, our brains that we want to commit to memory, notes from like planning for the day. But we have, we do all of our main sketch work on paper yeah. that then gets scanned in uh, at the end of a project and, and archived online so that we are mm. keeping the, the more creative output yeah archived again do we go back and look at it probably not yeah hard yeah. to say we 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 try uh and and kind of catalog projects so that if we we're working on something new you could go back and yeah and access that but i think what you were saying about ai is is interesting and i and i question whether it's it's <laughs> our tech companies encouraging us to use digital tools so that they can train ai so that it can become better at helping us be better digital mm. tools, or are we just choosing to use more digital tools because of collaboration? I mean, mm. as you say, you can you can scrape a huge amount of, of creative input from past uh, notes yeah. if they're, they're made online, train an AI. It's an interesting one. I don't think it's the purpose is just to train AI, but I think maybe it's the mobile phone got introduced ipads got introduced so now we had a whole bunch of different devices which i guess you know we could take with us everywhere where they can play so much roles i remember like but still then i'm always interested i wish i had data about all the insight onto like use cases you know how 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 much are people using these things? I know, like, for example, another form of note-taking, I know mood boarding is an area where digital has captured that really well because that's obviously your piecing yeah. things together. But from the note perspective, I don't know how much, you know, if how much people are good at, like, capturing that or what the, the, con the consistency is because I think it's such a... Interesting thing. I think it's also a question that I'm really interested to hear from other designers or creators or people in general. What's their workflow? What's their relationship with the note? And you know, and now because it leads me to the next point. What's its future? Yeah. Does the notebook still have a role, so or is there like a hybrid? That was going to be my question. <laughs> um, oh no, I'm gonna. I'll I'll give, I'll give it a go. Okay. So. I would say the reason to put notes on paper feels like it's decreasing. Um, if you're in a meeting and you want to take notes, you're more likely to type them up or maybe use an AI tool. Mm. You can have, um, there's, there's some really good ones now. I haven't used them myself, but I know people who swear by them who 
have uh, invite an AI to the meeting and they send summary of the the, the most important kind of meeting yeah. notes around and that they say they're pretty good. So uh, that that does it, that means you don't even need to write anything. Yeah. Um, the question I would have from that is whether you're then more likely to remember actually any of those things because the act of actually just writing something down does help come into the memory whether even yeah. if you're just typing it um so that's that i think there will also be more voice notes so or voice to text notes mm. so being able to just talk to talk to talk to an ai whether it's um for your phone or human humane ai pin or whatever it yeah. may be that just then summarizes that for you and yeah, and then act, actions that because it there's also then then there's the notes that you're sort of like a to do list. Yeah, and again, being able to maybe have a digital to do list, there might be elements of it that AI could just be like, well, mm. I can just do that for you as long as you you use yeah. that to do list as the input of like this is what I want to get mm. done today. Some of those tasks are happily done by by yeah. AI, and the rest of them it just filters and says, right, you focus on those, and your digital assistant's like, I'll do these. Yeah. I'm thinking about it as you're talking, and I guess this should probably be the final point, or final points, is that I was even thinking about it like accessibility, right? Mm. Like obviously the, the notebook is defined as somebody has the ability to be able to have the capacity, the physical capacity to write with write or if you're left-handed, um, and I guess like yeah, you know, I, I you know. I'm a, you know, well-able-bodied person, so I don't know exactly, you know, those challenges. But I think, you know, is there can new can these technologies help to reduce the barrier to entry for those who might have challenges in capturing notes or yeah information in the way that yeah yeah we've just done a, an interesting project with the RNIB and one of the one of the um. One of the projects has come from one of the products that we've been exploring is around note taking and around making voice notes because obviously if you're blind you can't see. Yeah. So even if you can write, or have have in the past been able to write, there's not much point writing if you can't read. Mm. Um, so that that was quite interesting, and I think that's we're more likely to move away from writing on paper if the tools that are offered up to us do a lot more than just note taking. Okay. So I think it's it's more satisfying and, and potentially faster to scribble some stuff down on paper than it is to type the same thing up on your phone and yeah. in your notes on your iphone but if that then somehow did something for you like you're putting it in as i say putting something into a to-do list and some of those then some of those tasks were then taken forwards or if in the case of uh opening up that accessibility it was able to voice no you know voice to text much more accurately yeah. than, than things have in the past that, and that was allowed then to be shared amongst colleagues or co-workers mm. or whatever or, or even just family members or friends um i think that i think yeah there's there's a risk you know there's a real risk that the notebook is going to go it's going to be gone um, but i don't i don't it's, it's one of those things i mean for me the notebook is like it's like my casio watch mm. i just love the analog Sort of nature of it yeah. that the sense of it just doing exactly what it needs to do and nothing else um maybe i'm just a purist and maybe you come back in 10 years and i'll have i'll have a 
I don't know, I'll have I'll have some sort of piece of technology strapped to my face and I'll have ditched, <laughs> ditched uh, any analog tools altogether. But yeah, I think it's it's one to watch right now. Uh, and we haven't had this before, but I would say the notebook is, is just fine as it is. I agree. Because, yeah, I can go into this longer. Yeah. But I agree. I say it today, the notebook works. The notebook works. But we would love to hear you from you. And as always, if you have a suggestion of what you want us to talk about next, please get in touch because we're uh, we're not running out of topics just yet, but we will be. Thanks. <laughs>